welcome to Here for the Cocktail Party. I'm Sean. And I'm Rayanne. This week, we'll be sipping cocktails, spilling tea, and diving into the latest gossip on Claire and Tasha's season of The Bachelorette. Because like you, we have no clue who this season belongs to. Kiki with us every week as we overanalyze the contestants' love connection and follow their journey with a healthy dose of alcohol and skepticism. This week, though, we knew it belonged to to Claire. So uh, we're recapping episode two, and it was a doozy. Oh, boy. There is love in the air. But as you know, this week we were sipping on old fashions. After the preview for Strip Dodgeball, our choice of cocktail consisted mainly of hard liquor, and I think that was a good choice. Yeah, for sure. Anything involving stripping men makes me uncomfy, and so I needed the old-fashioned. I needed some hard liquor, and I will say, though, I was extremely happy that the black boxes came out to play, and they weren't covering boobs and vaginas and asses, just manly parts so yay (laughs) yay you got through the uncomfortable strip show of the season they gave you the black boxes you know i think chris harrison heard your request and gave it to you just for this episode yeah i always laugh because it's like i would never in a million years choose a date like that if they asked me i'd be like can we line these guys up and can they uh tell me at least five songs off of the hamilton soundtrack Like, my idea of a date would be so different. (laughs) There you go. And I bet you anything, you would be able to go to hometowns the week after that if you pose that question. Exactly. (laughs) Weed them out. (laughs) Weed them out. And that's exactly what Claire is doing. She is getting down to business. And you can tell because she starts off the episode with drinking her green juice and petting her dog. How lovely is that? Don't forget floating in a tube in the pool as well. So after we watch them roam around and float in pool and again, the dogs, I love that. I love that the dogs are there. Team dogs. We get a date card and it is the first group date. And we have Riley, Jordan, Yosef, Ivan, Ben, Bennett, Zach C, Zach J, and Dale. Girl is tricky making him wait for that one-on-one. I thought that was a good move on her part. I think so too. She wanted to see how he would interact with all the other guys. And I think it's a very smart move because he's obviously the front runner. So let's see if he can play nice. They're exploring the love languages, which I love that they're diving into this trope because every single fucking season, somebody will mention the damn love languages and it's like Bachelor Nation's wet dream. So the fact that they organized an entire date around this was pretty great. I'm not here for it though. I don't want to hear about your damn love languages. It's kind of silly, but here we are. Here we are. So, you know, the boys get out of the one's cramped suite and they follow the hearts to our bachelorette, Claire. They go to this whole Shakespearean Romeo and Juliet castle inside the resort somewhere. And, 
oh, this is how you kick off a date. I was really hoping that they were going to make them recite like Shakespearean prose. That was my, (laughs) again, the date I would have (laughs) planned. Where was her wig? Like I wanted a freaking 20 inch wig that just flowed down the tower and she wasn't giving it to us. Of course, she basically asked for a proposal of feelings right off the bat. Like we're only in episode two, girl, but you are getting to business with all these feels. Yes, which I kind of love. It's like another indication that she is way more mature than the past bachelorettes that we've had. Like she, she's getting deep. She's getting deep quick. I'm into it. I mean, I don't know about that mature stuff. I think the dates coming are definitely revealing of where her mental state is. And I do not know if it is at 39. Sorry, Claire. So anyway, we get, I don't even know. They they all spout out some bullshit. There's really nothing of note. Dale reminded me of like a straight up motivational speaker. Not in a bad way, just he'd be good at it, you know? He would be good at it, but I feel like that was low-key the proposal. That's what he would say. That's what he wanted. What made me kind of sad, though, was that she was seriously tearing up because people had nice things to say about her. Exactly. It's like she's never dated a nice guy. Yes, okay, there was Juan Pablo, which, granted, horrible human being. But still, come on, you had to date someone nice between that asshole and this experience, right? Knowing from my single friends what the dating pool is like, I would be about 85% certain to say that maybe she hasn't because it's hard out there. At least she was showered with compliments. That's not my love language. If you shower me with compliments, I will ghost you faster than Casper. I just watched that the other day, by the way. (laughs) Christina Ricci is my Halloween queen. (laughs) Spooky season, y'all. But, you know, they shower her with all the compliments and then they shower her with gifts because who doesn't like gifts? The one thing is, though, they had to be tipped off because why would they bring gifts to a resort in Palm Springs? It seemed like they all had pretty meaningful things, so... They likely were tipped off, but what made me laugh the hardest, just rewinding a little bit, was they ran out of whatever room they were in to like run into their own areas to get the gifts. And Easy is like, pandemonium has erupted. Yes. (laughs) And then they were all making fun of each other running around. I was like, this is what I like to see. I'm just like (laughs) fucking with each other. You go easy. So they arrive back and... They even gift wrapped it. So Christmas came early for Claire. The one that really stood out was Ivan's because he gave her a chess piece and he gave her the queen and he was the king. Oh, that made me feel all gushy inside. That's the gift of the evening. Yeah, that was super sweet. If Ivan sticks around, I am here for an Ivan Tasha love story. Fingers crossed, Ivan. You might be my new boo of the season. Okay. Also, Dale's was the worst, probably. It was dog perfume, which 
Okay. <laughs> but of course, Clara like gushed about it. She was like, oh my God, that is just what I need. This was the best present I've ever gotten in my life. But hello, I thought we were team dog over here. So wouldn't we love this present? No, I did love it. I Don't get me wrong. Like, I thought it was great. But when you compare it to, you know, a baseball that was really meaningful, a chess piece, like a t-shirt that smells like me, like dog perfume. Okay. <laughs> I just thought it was way less sentimental than the rest of them. But still thoughtful. There was thought put into it, but. Where was the shot where Claire accidentally put it on herself? Like, <laughs> That's where I want to see. I want to see that unseen footage. <laughs> she, she just put it on everything. The dogs. Her. her all whole, the guys. Her whole smells like... <laughs> oh, girl. You know, they might have saved you on the black squares of dodgeball, but they did not save you on this next part, which was the physical part of the love languages. And I... Ooh. It's like when the blindfolds came out, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) She just keeps saying how she has such a good sense of smell. And so she was just like drooling over how these guys smelt. It was probably the dog perfume. Yeah. She's like, ooh, I know you. You smell like that beautiful dog perfume. I think it got creepy real fast. They were just touching all over each other. And I think... I hit the climax of creepiness when Zach J was all over her and was like teasing her in a sense. It was just real uncomfortable. It was like a group of horny teenagers playing spin the bottle and then like the seven minutes in heaven part. (laughs) But like everybody had to watch. Yes. And then I love how she admits she's just like, I wasn't getting touched in quarantine. This is fucking awesome. I don't know what kinks a 39-year-old female has, but physical touch, it is obviously up there on the kinks list. She loved it. And then she, like, obviously knew it was Dale. They didn't make out, but you could tell she wanted to make out with him so hard. And the rest of the guys, their eyes, when watching them, they're like, she doesn't like any of us. She likes him. (laughs) And I don't know if you felt this, but... I feel like we had a soft core porn moment with Dale and Claire. Always. there's It's always a soft core porn moment with them. So then we hit the after party and Claire like makes her toast and then they sit down. And normally on every other season, there's always the one person who's like consistently annoying and will take the lead immediately. But they're just fucking sitting in a circle. I know everybody's social skills have definitely gone downhill because we couldn't socialize with anybody for a few months, but it's like real evident (laughs) during this awkward silence of them sitting there. They just sat there and they looked at each other. And I wonder if all of the guys just assumed Dale would whisk her away. Yeah, that's totally a good valid thought because I I kind of had that in the back of my mind too. They clearly can see their connection. So yeah, they were probably like, well, this dude's going to take her anyway. So like, why should we even try? Exactly. So what do we get? Sloppy second H-bomb Bennett. AKA 
finance Dracula, a.k.a. American Psycho. (laughs) A.k.a. the worst human being on this whole show. You know how you could tell he was annoying? Because she zoned out. She could only think about the drama. And of course, she was like, this stinks. I'm going to go talk to all the rest of the boys. And she lit their asses on fire. But then when she goes to approach them about the situation, I felt her eyes were like burning Dale's eyes. Like I felt like we were watching their first argument as a couple. That was obviously directed to him. Oh, it was. And I think how you know that is who had a one-on-one after it was Dale and her. But before she took Dale aside, there was this whole Yosef and Riley drama because Yosef is trying to talk for the whole group. Are you kidding me? You are the last person to represent the group. Yosef pretty much called her crazy. And I was like, "Ooh, no, no, sir. No, no. You do not call a girl crazy when she's heated like that. She shut it down real quick. Pulled Dale aside and basically they talked and made out. (laughs) Shocker. Zach C. They actually have a good conversation. He pretty much asked her why she came on the show initially. And she said it was to get out of an abusive relationship that was really emotionally abusive. So she like kind of took being on the show as an opportunity to step away from that. So that was interesting to hear and kind of learn a little bit more about her past aside from Juan Pablo. (laughs) And then, so Riley comes and he's like, we're going to do like, we're going to the prom or something. And they start playing this fake ass garage band version of a boys to men song when Andy Dorfman like got the real thing and got to sing the boys to men. So, so Claire got the sloppy seconds once again. But, you know, I think Riley really pulled the date out of the hellfire. He really brought his A game. Yeah, he he definitely stepped up. And that was a cute little interaction that they have. So that was pretty much it for that date. And we learned earlier that date number two is a one-on-one. And we all know Blake wants that one-on-one. But he's so sad because Jason, my uh, my Long Island friend, gets the one-on-one. And it says, love will set us free. Woo, go Long Island! <laughs> and so Claire sends a letter and asks him to write a letter addressed to his younger self. And she's going to do the same. And that's when I was like, oh boy, what are we getting ourselves into here? She is trying to pry open all of these men and all of their emotions a letter to your young self my letter would basically be like bitch date yourself treat yourself to vacations not men done sincerely you (laughs) i'm just like oh claire you are asking a lot out of these men but you know he writes his damn letter i was like did claire get a psychology degree during quarantine doesn't the show like have an onset psychologist but she's just taking that role (laughs) she's like i went to the university of phoenix online during quarantine and got my psychology degree what did you do during quarantine 
she's like cut your budget i have the degree that you all need we get so deep here he keeps talking about his demons and they write cards about shitty things that people have called them and fuck it's real all while they are sitting bundled up next to a fire which isn't it summer there so wouldn't that fire be really hot yeah palm springs in the summer is like even at night (laughs) it's like 95 degrees (laughs) so why the fuck do they have a freaking fire i'd be sweating my balls off over there wow since the men don't wear socks they should be good yeah cools them down that's their cooling mechanism this date felt different than any date that they've done on the show before oh yeah if they do talk about like bad things in their lives they're like very vague about it and he was too to a certain degree but he was way more open on like how it made him feel does that make sense oh yeah maybe bennett and claire are meant for each other because she's a soul-sucking demon she's like sucking all the demons up it's like she was workshopping him and making sure she took the necessary steps with her psychology degree from university of phoenix to get him to open up about his past love life and even about the tumultuous relationship with his parents and of course he gets the rose and then My favorite part. She's like, oh, let me bring the dress that I wore at the finale of my first season to my first date with somebody on my season. They burned the dress. And to be honest, I would have burned that dress in front of the stylist who told me to wear it because it was hideous. (laughs) But that's besides the point. And then we're on to date three. Looking for a man with some balls. Living for the balls comments. You know, my favorite. Yes. So they go into the gym area. I remember when Fred Willard would come on these kinds of dates and be the best, and he died this year, and it was very sad for me to think about. R.I.P. Fred Willard. R.I.P. We miss you because your commentary was perfect on these dates. So Claire decides she wants to mix it up a little bit and make it strip dodgeball. Yay! Yay! I get to see all these men get objectified. My favorite part. My favorite was when they chanted Team Blue Balls, though. (gasps) I mean, come on, blue, blue balls. Where else were you going to go for that? (laughs) And they had blue balls. That's true, because Dale's the only one getting any action. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, you like that burn? You like that burn? But they play the dodgeball. The blue team loses the first round. They have to take off their shirts. Then Claire plays with them, and the blue team loses again. But she says, no, you can just take off your socks. I don't know what it is about socks this season, but socks are just an option. Did Chris Harrison turn to her and say that he wanted the red team to lose some clothes? That's what I heard. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he did. And then she was like, you're right, Chris Harrison. Red team, take off your shirts. But in a matter of 2.5 seconds, the red team dominated the blue balls and blue balls didn't get to go to the second part of the date. My thought though, at the, like all through this was that the poor actor referee probably quarantined for two whole weeks just to be featured on national television, screaming blue team, take off your shorts. He will go down in history. (laughs) His mom was watching like, Oh, there he is. So proud of my boy. (laughs) We stand you, referee. You go. Then 
they're, they're so sad and their black boxes are covering their wieners. I could have sworn that like a couple of them just like legit took off their speedos too. I swear because some of them did not have the blue outline. And I want to say Blake Moynes was one of those people. He was so pissed. And when they were walking back, I know it was the weird placement of the black box in his hand, but it like it looked like he was straight up holding his wiener behind the black box like the way that it was positioned <laughs> he w- yeah he was cupping his dick <laughs> but they were pissed and they go into the suite where all of the other men are gallivanting about who other than yosef makes a remark on how he lost so much respect for claire for doing this blah 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 and it's like get over yourself dude get out of here bro So the other half of the guys get to stay and hang out with Claire. Easy, super suave. He grabs her. They have a nice little chat. He gives her a foot massage, which I thought was a a great play. But you know how like a foot massage is not as satisfying when you still have your high heel on, right? Like he should have taken the shoe off. Just saying. I mean, I don't know what that's like. (laughs) But I can only imagine it definitely. (laughs) Don't lie, Sean. (laughs) Okay, maybe I have gotten a foot massage in a heel once or twice, okay? But it really made me crave a foot massage. And I don't yeah. have someone like easy to just freaking give me a foot massage right off the bat. So any takers want to just rub my feet while I watch The Bachelorette? Thank you. We're going to get messages about like people with foot fetishes for you. It's going to be great. Foot worshippers. <laughs> They have a great conversation, and then Chasen and her have a good conversation, but Demon Hunter Claire is back at it again, and she is just pulling, 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 trying to get every demon out of him. He seems fine. I just, just for some reason, he his like face annoys me, but that's personal opinion. <laughs> you know, I don't really pay attention to anyone's face unless it's Dale's. Because at this point, what's the point? True. Okay, and then we pan to Blake Moynes, who is in the mirror, buttoning up his shirt, and he is giving me Luke P. from Hannah Brown season vibes in that mirror, like the brunette version. Talk about demons. There's evil in his eyes. Oh my God. That's why he looks so familiar. I was like, this scene has been done before. Who has done this? Luke P. Literally serial killer eyes. He was out to go kill somebody. Yeah. He just like, he thinks that she belongs to him. And that's the exact mindset that Luke P. had with Hannah. And like Hannah totally bought into it. And fortunately, as we get through the episode, Claire's into it with Blake too. And it's just like, girl, you gotta, you gotta step back from him. But you know what? The real Slayer was Jay because when Blake came to interrupt them, Jay snaps back and goes, didn't you lose? That was so good. Yes, Jay, you stand up for yourself. You stand up for your two minutes of time. <laughs> yes. And then Jay goes back and like tattletales and all the guys get get up and they like start running over there. Like, like they're going to go fuck shit up. And then they get totally torn down. Cause Claire's like, um, <laughs> You guys can go back yeah. over there. I'm just going to talk to him real fast. 
<laughs> she's like, one second. I swear, just one second. That last five seconds, hallelujah. He just basically was telling her that what she said about him being bold, he took to heart. So he decided to be even bolder this episode. Buddy, you are the boldest. Yeah, and then he tries to kiss her and she's like, no, not right now. She's like, (laughs) you still lost, bro. (laughs) I like a girl that stands her ground. She stood her ground while Brandon dug six feet under her. So after the whole blade thing goes down, Brandon and her get her one-on-one time. In any other season, any Bachelorette, when he was saying like, oh, you're so beautiful and I wanted to get to know you, like that would totally fly. But I love that she's just like, no, what else do you like about me? You clearly said you came on the show for me. So if it was for me, what about me did you like? And I thought that was a totally valid question. Somewhat harsh because let's be real. This guy could have just been like, yeah, she's cute and I want to be on a TV show. Obviously, that's clearly what she was like sniffing out about him. But God, she was harsh. It was great. She just ripped him a new one. She, he kept trying to help his case and she goes, but what else? But what else? But what else? She was either getting an answer or he was getting in that black limousine and going home and bye-bye because you could only tell her she's pretty. Brandon, you better do your research next time you go on reality TV, okay? That's right. When you're on a Bachelor in Paradise, you need to know all their names and personality traits. And all their love languages, okay? From A to Z. (laughs) That's right. What's their love language? Damn it. (laughs) The night portion is done and Jason gets the group date. Not to be confused with Jason, although Jason also has a rose. (laughs) Jason and Jason live to see another day. And then they start like, they show the guys just chatting a little bit and we're back to douchebag Yosef. And he was telling the guys how he would not have stripped during strip dodgeball because he doesn't want his daughter to put on the TV and see his butt. Get over yourself. And can't we talk about the ironic moment of them panning to him buttoning up his shirt so he's already half naked? That's so true. So she won't see your butt on TV, but she'll see your abs. That's fine. That's fine. Ugh, the worst. He needs to get the fuck out of here immediately. Yeah. So that brings us to the cocktail party. And she gets approached by somebody I honestly couldn't even tell who it was. And she's like, no, I want to talk to Blake first. (laughs) I love that she just like fucking tears all these guys down i just love that she's like why didn't anyone whisk me away cocktail party comes i'll take blake sorry thanks for trying though i know i love it though like it's irrational and silly but the fact that she just does whatever the hell she wants makes me so happy going about what she wants She talks to Blake for five seconds before giving him a rose under the pillow. You can just give roses whenever you want. I didn't know that was a thing. Actually, I'm just thinking back to this now and correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I remember, didn't Hannah pull some shit like this with Luke too? Like he was a crybaby, went to see her in her room like by himself and then she gave him a rose because I remember it was the same looks that all the guys gave Luke P 
were the looks that all the, these guys gave to Blake when he walks in with a rose. There are so many parallels. It's insane. Yes, I want to say Hannah Brown did give Luke P a rose like that. And I just remember because we just kept screaming at the TV saying, pity rose, pity rose, pity rose. So then they go back into the cocktail party and she says something like, yeah, I want to talk to everyone, but first and foremost, Dale. (laughs) I want to get to know you all, but Dale, can you come do this freaking physical touch all over again? And he brings up the mom again, which I get it. It is a sensitive point with her. So if you get her vulnerable, you can be more vulnerable with him. But you are making it so obvious that you talked on social media before going into this by bringing this up yet again. Yeah. And so that's where the episode ends and we do go into highlights for next week and you hear one of the guys say, well, we don't know if they had a prior relationship online, blah, blah, blah. So shit's going to get real next week. Yes, it is. And that brings us into our next cocktail of the week. We will be drinking Jaeger bombs as we watch Claire Crawley blow this season up. Will all the guys walk out except Dale? We will just have to wait and find out while we take disgusting shots of Jaeger and Red Bull. Yeah, I'm probably going to dry heave, but it is a bomb cocktail, so I get it. She's going to blow shit up. I do have a question, though, and for your thoughts. Do we think that next week is Claire's last episode? And then you, because we were talking about this earlier today, that they probably won't have an episode on election day. So that would be like a week off. And then they come back the week after, tie stuff up with Claire, and then like Tasha comes in, because that'd be a nice little break for them to switch things up so I wonder if they edited it that way I can totally see everything going to shit next week and then they're like oh well don't worry though we have the new bachelorette (laughs) look over there yeah (laughs) look over there (laughs) if you watch drag race you'll know what we were talking about (laughs) Uh, I think we will get all of these guys for Tasha except well it should be exciting i'm i'm stoked to see what happens the season really has been keeping everybody on their toes with that it's time to say our goodbyes but join us next week as we dive into episode three of claire and tasha's season and see everything blow up yes until then follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at here for the cocktail party all one word for more content and cocktail recipes. By the way, I went buck wild live tweeting tonight. So Twitter is where it's at. <laughs> so retweet Rayanne's jokes. They are hilarious. I LOL'd myself. So until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye.